Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Measure What Matters, How Google, Bono, and the Gates Foundation Rock the World with OKRs. The concept of OKR is not complicated. It literally means objectives and key results. We've previously unlocked a similar book by Christina Vodka titled Introduction to OKRs, so why do we feel the need to unlock this book as well? Firstly, because of the qualifications of the author. John Doerr is a partner and chairman of the venture capital firm KPCB, he is also a director at Google. Starting in the 1970s, he worked with Andy Grove at Intel to push the idea of OKR, a name he coined to help the company grow mighty. Dorr, now one of the legendary venture capitalists in the world, likes to give OKR as a gift to the organizations he has invested in or worked with, including Google, Amazon, LinkedIn, Facebook, and the Gates Foundation. He teaches them how to properly apply the concept of OKR. We are also unlocking this book because Dor puts a lot of emphasis on how OKR can be successfully implemented in an organization. OKR is about alignment, about aiming at the same goal, and it requires everyone to understand the spirit of collaboration behind the concept. This is obviously not something you can do with a few meetings. Dor spends a lot of time talking about how different companies have implemented the concept of OKR, and he invites the heads of those companies to speak for themselves. These are some of the unique reasons that allow this book to have perspectives different from other OKR-related books. The last reason for unlocking this book is that Dor elevates the concept of OKR to the level of corporate culture. All this contributes to the fact that no one understands OKR better than John Dor. Next, we will explain the content of Measure What Matters in three parts. Part 1, What is OKR? Part 2, How to use OKR to improve organizational effectiveness? Part 3, How to use OKR to build a learning-oriented organization? Part 1, What is OKR? As we mentioned earlier, OKR is an acronym of objectives and key results. The letter O refers to the organization's core objectives, and KR refers to the key results that must be accomplished to achieve these core objectives. The concept of OKR has a long history. Back in 1954, management guru, Peter Drucker, published a blockbuster book titled, The Practice of Management, and in that book he proposed the idea of management by objectives and self-control. Drucker found that if a person was involved in the choosing of a course of action, he would be more motivated to see it happen. But if he was instead asked to do the tasks prescribed by others and was to be judged by performance indicators such as KPIs, he would quickly become passive and bored. Many forward-thinking companies had adopted the management by objectives and self-control method, and with it achieved impressive results. But then its flaws began to show, and it became another tool like KPI, until it was recreated by Andy Grove, Intel's executive vice president and author of another book we've unlocked on our platform, High Output Management. 
Grove reinvented an objectives setting system that was based on Drucker's objectives management idea, and named it Imbo's Intel Management by Objectives. Unlike Drucker's objectives management system, Grove's objectives setting system rarely mentions objectives alone, it instead puts objectives and key results together. According to Dorr, the term key results seems to originally be coined by Grove. As such, he named Grove's method OKR to give distinction to the term key results. That is the origin of the OKR concept. So what problems can this OKR concept help businesses solve? The most obvious one, perhaps, is helping a business to pull the energies of all for a common purpose. This is among the major challenges leaders often encounter when promoting and applying traditional performance management tools, such as KPI in their organizations. Specifically, the following are three dilemmas that leaders often face. The first challenge for leaders, is the choice between qualitative and quantitative objectives, and OKR focuses on objectives that are a combination of both. The O in OKR is the qualitative objectives. It points out the general direction. KR on the other hand, have to do with the quantitative objectives, which measures the implementation. By contrast, KPIs focus more on quantitative objectives and less on qualitative ones. For KPIs, the numbers are everything, and it doesn't put into consideration how much of the organizational objectives behind the numbers are being achieved. It can be expected that such a dilemma will arise, the assessment indicators of KPIs have been met, but the organizational objectives have not, because the organization lacks the awareness to identify clear organizational objectives when formulating KPIs. In contrast, for an objectives management system like OKR, qualitative objectives are clearly identified and emphasized as a priority for the organization, and that brings benefits. It can provide rationales for specific tasks and achieve consensus among higher and lower levels. The second challenge is the choice between team objectives and individual objectives. As we all know, KPIs are about breaking down tasks from top to bottom. It is about what you are given in a numerical indicator, and how you need to keep your head down and complete it. In the system of KPIs, little attention goes to personal objectives. OKR however, emphasizes the alignments of objectives from top to bottom. Individual objectives are based on upper-level objectives. If the upper-level objectives and key results are clear, individual objectives and key results will also be clear. OKR aims for integrating individual objectives into team objectives, thereby eliminating the need to emphasize on either of the objectives. It helps your superior achieve their key results when your personal objectives are aligned with theirs, it's like soldiers have to work with their commanders at all levels, to understand why the war is being fought, for whom, and how they personally should be contributing to the battle. The third challenge is the choice between long-term and short-term objectives. A good objective must have ample time to be achieved. If the duration is too short, it will lead to confusion and a dead end. The duration can't be too long either, the modern world is changing so fast that an objective that seems reasonable this year may not be relevant next year, so OKR usually dedicates three months to serve as an assessment period. 
To stay on the right track and achieve your ultimate goals, it is recommended that you review your performance at least once a week. Besides that, you should also update your work regularly and score yourself. So how does an organization perform when OKR is implemented? Door provides the perfect example, Intel's Operation Crush. Let's examine how Intel, with the help of OKR, went from lagging behind to fighting back and gaining ground in the chip war against Motorola. In 1978, Intel introduced a high-performance 16-bit processor, the 8086, which took a large market share. But the 8086 was soon challenged by a stronger competitor, the 68000 chip from Motorola. The 68000 was more technologically advanced than the 8086, and this resulted in it attracting wide market attention. Not having enough time on their hands, Intel couldn't beat Motorola's technology. So, Grove convened a meeting, and the consensus was that instead of hitting hard at Motorola's superior technology, they had to go after Motorola's weaknesses. What was Motorola's weakness? It was in its bigness. Motorola is a large and diverse company that makes everything from two-way walkie-talkies to compact televisions. Intel, however, is a specialized company focusing on memory chips, microprocessors, and operating systems. So when a customer has a problem, who do you think they would call? Whom of the two companies would clients expect to work with? Aware of this, and with the full intention of beating Motorola, Intel launched a program called Operation Crush. The objective was to win in the 16-bit microprocessor market, and the guiding principle was to overhaul the marketing plan with existing technology of the 8000 and 86 chip, and guide the customer to notice Motorola's shortcoming as mentioned earlier. That is comparing to the short-term advantage in technical practicability, long-lasting customer support and service are more valuable. To that end, Intel marketers decided to sell to customers fully integrated microcomputer solutions, including hardware and software, not just a set of components. With a clear objectives in mind, several key results supporting this objectives were reformulated. What was the result? Intel quickly turned the corner. By 1986, the 8086 chip had recaptured 85% of the 16-bit processor market, and Intel was well on its way to achieving a strategic shift from memory chips to microprocessor chips. Dor writes in this book, as we've seen, without OKR, Intel would not have been the company it is today. So that's what we have to cover for part 1. We mentioned that OKR is an organization's core objectives, the path to achieve it, and the criteria to measure it. It was first proposed and practiced by Grove when he worked at Intel. Using OKR, businesses can solve three common management dilemmas, qualitative objectives versus quantitative objectives, team objectives versus individual objectives, and long-term objectives versus short-term objectives. OKR helped Intel to repel the attack from Motorola with the program called Operation Crush. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.